0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.
1: In the Mississippi Legislature, Senate Bill 2145 funds health care for illegal immigrants. Call your legislator today at 601-359-3770. Ask them to stop Senate Bill 2145. It's not too late. You can help stop this. Paid for by Building America's Future.
2: This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi.
0: It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm
1: going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here
0: I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca
2: Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio today. Now don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from that Super Talk Mississippi app. Hope you've downloaded that. You can always find us on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. And of course, you can watch good things. We are on your computer and your mobile devices. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. And today we're diving in big to keeping Mississippi beautiful. I think we can all agree that that is a good thing they've got a new campaign out called be beautiful and joining us to tell us a little bit more is sarah and jan hey ladies hey rebecca happy new year same to happy you new and everybody year. out there i know i feel we were just talking though it feels like we're already halfway through the new year but it's going fast and you ladies have been busy so let's get started if, if i feel like most have kind of seen keep mississippi beautiful how long has this uh been going on you guys have had this for for a while this organization for a while
3: in the late 80s. Wow. wow. So it's so, not a spring chicken. No, we're not. We've been around for a while. So what is the mission of Keep Mississippi Beautiful? Well, Keep Mississippi Beautiful is our the state's only litter prevention organization that is sponsored by our state. Uh, we are funded through our state legislature through a contract with the Department of Transportation. And that's... Uh, but we... We really like, just like you said, you're diving in today. Well, we dive into education to, for prevention. And we want people to know the reason that we want to keep our state clean and beautiful is to not litter. And we know we do have a lot of litter out there. But we hope the viewers that are uh, listeners, I, I guess both. I should say. Yeah, we got both. Both. Uh, I hope that they remember that. It doesn't matter how small that litter is. A lot of people think that cigarette butts are not litter because they're so small. But they're the most littered item, and they're the hardest of anything to pick up if it's done by machinery or by hand and volunteers cigarette butts are the hardest they never go away so uh, we want everybody to realize it doesn't matter like i said if it's small or big it still is litter and we seem to have a lot of litter in mississippi and so we can do our part by keeping mississippi beautiful just by being mindful yes absolutely awareness We, we are, we just kicked our new campaign off last Thursday with Be Beautiful. And that means be beautiful in communities. Uh, We've got some, we've got a new digital board up. Um, I think I've got with me uh, my assistant director, Jan Richardson. Um, And Jan has been working with our new campaign. And we'll have some more going up and some of them will be, Keeping our waterways clean, but and mostly our highways and our byways, our roadways clean. Jane, when you are. Were- tasked with a sl- or to come up with a
2: slogan or when you guys were tasked with a slogan to put on your new billboard how did y'all get down to be beautiful I know there's a lot of other fun things you would like to be out- put-, put on there like I mentioned don't be dumb and don't. <laughs> 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 if I could figure out a way to make it catchy and maybe they would pay for it but because uh, that's what a lot of people feel like if you ever get behind someone that just throws something out their window um, and I-, I feel like those that do that are guilty of that. You think, oh, I'll just do it this one time, or it won't matter on the long run. But if every when it's it's the compounding of it that sort of makes uh, makes the big deal. So the be beautiful. How did y'all narrow
4: it down to that? So we did ask our affiliates for ideas. We also worked with a local ad agency, and they they ultimately came up with this. Um, under the kind of auspices that we did want something positive. So we kind of went through the, the cycle where, you know, a lot of campaigns about around litter are don't, don't stop. We wanted something that would make people feel good. And we think we hit the nail on the head with this campaign. I agree. Be beautiful. I don't think anybody woke up today and said, man, how can
2: I make Mississippi ugly today? Right. Like Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody wants that. We all want a beautiful place to sort of live and and drive or at least the majority of us. I feel like we can we can agree on that. You mentioned the different affiliates, Jan. Um, How does Keep
4: Mississippi break off into those different affiliates? So, we are actually an affiliate of the national organization, Keep America Beautiful. We're lucky to have a state office in Mississippi. And then each, uh, we have 60, almost 60 affiliates or communities and counties that have gone through a pretty rigorous application process and um, completed tasks that made them eligible to become an affiliate of Keep Mississippi Beautiful and Keep America Beautiful. So if someone's listening, uh, Sarah, today to good things, they're
2: like, I don't know if I have my community has one, has an affiliate. Are there opportunities for more affiliates
3: or is those 60 kind of hit the high areas? Oh, no, we're always our doors always open for someone to join our family of affiliates. Uh, like Jan said, we'll soon have 60. I want to toot our horn just a, a little bit. Um, we're one of the fastest-growing uh, affiliate networks in the nation. Uh, we've got great – our 59 affiliates are great, and they they are all over. They begin from Pascagoula all the way down to Picayune and all the way up to Iuka all the way over to the north through the other side of the state, Clarksdale, and all the way down. So we've, we're pretty well they, – um, they range all over Mississippi – but if someone is listening, they can call our office or go on the website and email us. Email Jan or myself. Um, the training: the, the first step is that they will fill out application and send that to us, and then our national office and our office will get back with them. We'll set up a time to have a phone conversation with them, um, and then we'll go from there. And then the training starts. It's a two-step training. It's not an easy process, but we kind of like it that way. That way. If you're a part you're a part yes you're dedicated yes and it can be it can be county it can be city it can be both it can be through main street or chamber so there are several different ways that communities in fact we just had a call last week from a new, uh, interested community in the state. So we'll be working with someone else. Uh, we do have, sometimes we have a national, the national will send ourselves sales, a force of uh, trainers down and then those trainers will come in and do live training. It's a two, like I said, it's a two step process. So if, if you're listening, you go, ooh, two step process. Okay. Well,
2: I, I was interested in it, but now it sounds like a lot, but there's, what's the benefits of, of having a keep? Like I know, uh, Jan, you're with keep, uh, Ridgeland beautiful and then obviously keep Mississippi beautiful. So as, a as
4: a affiliate what sort of resources or good things come with that so being part of a national and state framework is really exciting so we um you know, we have our, our local beautification, recycling, and litter prevention eff- efforts. We have this network of communities and people that understand us. Um, the national and state organizations can provide grants. They can provide, um, garbage bags, gloves, depends on, um, you know, the event. And one of the most exciting things that is offered through Keep Mississippi Beautiful is, um, each year, a community, an affiliate community, is selected for the Great American Kickoff um, host site. And so that's a great opportunity for a community to have a really impactful, volunteer-driven um, event. We've had that, haven't we? We've had that here in Mississippi. Which community hosted that at one point? We
3: have one every year, Rebecca. Uh, we started uh probably in early 90s with the Great American Cleanup projects throughout Mississippi. Each one of our affiliates participates in the Great American Cleanup. Uh, it's the largest volunteer-based cleanup efforts that's provided uh, through Keep America Beautiful. And of course, each state that's an affiliate also has it. Jan is what Jan's talking about, and I think what you're talking about are uh, the statewide event where we sponsor our office, uh, the state office. Uh, sponsors the event and all of our affiliates are able to send in a proposal to us and then we have uh, our board of directors uh, looks at the proposals and then they help decide which site is the one that we're going to choose for that year Uh, keep mississippi beautiful we have monies in our budget set aside for that particular event, that event is is a large event. We, last year, it was in Belzona, Mississippi. Keep Belzona beautiful was chosen. Uh, They have an awesome affiliate and an awesome group of volunteers that run that affiliate.
2: I think I remember seeing photos from that. It was they got the kids involved, too, in the community. They came out and then they cleaned up. But then they also did they plant trees and they did
3: community gardens. That's what it was. Community gardens. But the year before before that, we actually did it in partnership with Keep Jackson Beautiful and our First Lady. So we did that one um, year before last. But they're always great events. Very impactful in the community. The exciting thing is to me is that where you bring volunteers, you have people that may have never even thought about picking up or cleaning up, or planning or working in a community-wide effort. And Ojan, you've also been very creative in how you've helped keep Ridgeland beautiful. I'd love to talk
2: more about how we can do that. And more coming
3: up next.
1: Don't do the yeah. robin, go tweet, 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 rockin' robin, tweet,
0: rock, rock, rockin' robbin,
1: low rockin'
3: robin, hope you're really gonna rock tonight.
2: You can watch good things. We are on computer, your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. And don't forget, too, there's a ton of content from Super Talk on our YouTube channel. So just search Super Talk Mississippi on YouTube or go to supertalk.fm slash YouTube. It is free to subscribe, and you'll always get the latest on what's happening right here in our state. And later on, you can catch this conversation. It'll be up on YouTube, all about keeping Mississippi beautiful. It's in their new campaign, Be Beautiful. That's all we want you to do is want to think about your community. And we were just talking, uh, Sarah and Jan, about how there's there's this revolution across our state of taking so much pride in our small towns from Main Street associations to shopping local and the re- revitalization of things. And we already have this pride, and so the next step is obviously you. Take care of what you have pride in, and that's our small communities. So I want to talk about some of the other ways. I know it's making sure that we pick up our litter. I think that's, we could talk about that for an hour. Um, but there's some other, uh, components to beautifying it. Jan, a couple years ago now, you with, um, well, you and your team with, uh, Keep Ridgeland Beautiful did this beautiful zinia. I guess field right and I mean it became this huge social media attraction where families would stop and take the pictures so walk us through that I mean because that seems like something
4: so simple but yet had such a long-lasting impact so um, uh, I want to give a shout out to Karen um, Mackey, McKee from uh, Green Oak who was President of the Ridgeland Chamber at the time. So it was her brilliant idea to coordinate with Keep Ridgeland Beautiful. And the mayor, you know, immediately gave the thumbs up to this project to plant um, a lot of zinnias along Highway 51. So that will, um, happens to be the site of the new um, city hall. So no more zinnias right now, <laughs> at least not in that area. Right. Yeah. Well, actually, we've kept it up. So, um, so we'll, we've continued to plant. We're, we'll be doing our fifth year. And what we love about our zinnia field is that uh, once it's established, people are welcome to come and cut zinnias and bring them home. And so that's really unusual for a floral, you know, a floral bed to allow the public to come. And then our other great highlight is the Ridgeland wildflower field, which is um west. Jackson Street and Sunnybrook Road next to Seabrook Paint. So we have a three acre wildflower field which is part of the Mississippi Wildflower Trails in Mississippi uh, Keep Mississippi Beautiful Partnership. Um, We invite people out there. It's a uh, habitat. Um, It's a great um, place that's a natural habitat. Bees and birds and everything mm -hmm. else. Enjoy it. Yeah. And we have um, sculptures out there. And so We'd love to share that. That's a, been a great tourist And that's attraction.
2: a small investment that has a huge return on an empty lot or just in some uh, you know potted plants or whatever around town. And you get that oh and awe ah sort of factor as you're driving by. It just makes you happy. And then to see families go out there and really enjoy it. Sarah, you're shaking your head because you're like, yeah, I mean, these are the small kind of things that have huge impacts. It makes it beautiful. And then you create that pride for those that are living in the community.
3: And I think it, it adds that education component because there's a school, an elementary school that's just almost directly across the street from the wildflower field. Uh, wildflower Trails of Mississippi is a project that we started about set about almost eight years ago now. Um, and we partnered with Mississippi State Extension, Dr. Brett Rushing with the Coastal Plains Extension in Newton, Mississippi. Um, we started that program and Keep Mississippi Beautiful has a grant for that. Uh, it is under Keep Mississippi Beautiful separate project but where we donate or give seed away and the seed is expensive and so with our grant we're able to give that seed it can be given to small farmers or uh, people that want to plant uh, a small area is even in their yard but then a lot of communities have come forward and they've planted it on empty lots or vacant lots or lots that maybe need some tlc and the wildflowers are just beautiful when they come up and then also it's an educational component. Like I said, with pollinators, so it's an ever it's an ever going, and everlasting teaching effect for young and old.
2: Well, Jan inspired me. Well, not J- but that project Xenia, our own personal home. We went home and uh, planted zinnias in our backyard, and my my oldest just adored watching them come up. And the cool thing is, if you don't do anything to them, they come back the next year because the seeds fall down. I mean, another they're an expense. To put in, but uh, but then they can they can reap rewards from them for for a long time. You guys have a partnership
3: now for flower bulbs. That's a little different than seeds. Yes, yes, it's totally different. Uh, We started several years ago purchasing uh, flower bubs that can be planted in the spring and the fall. Uh, Well, we just got through planting some this past week with our kickoff, Be Beautiful. Uh, We partnered with Van Skyversons, and they've actually donated flower bubs to us twice a year for the last several years. Uh, We purchased some, and then they also uh, donate. But we just got through uh, planting daffodil and tulip bubs this past Last uh last Thursday actually. And then we planted a bed, uh two beds, well three beds actually at the mansion. Um our First Lady, Ely Reeves, is a huge cheerleader for Keep Mississippi Beautiful. Um, and she's not one of those that just stands back and watches. She gets her hands dirty and gets right in there with the volunteers. And that's that's when you know you've got a real First Lady, uh, when they'll work right beside you. She's been beside us when we picked up litter. We have a, a Gateway to Jackson project that we we have also with that we work uh, with the businesses and community on high street. Street and Pearl Street going into Jackson, and that's our project titled Gateway to Jackson. We've planted uh, our bubs and also um, wildflower seed uh, around the, uh, Fairground Commission um, Commissioner Andy Gibson has worked with us with that project as well so we're we take it very seriously Rebecca uh, beautification is is huge and you're so right uh, not everybody wants to get out and pick up litter uh, but they it's quick for them to see something that growing that they see a return. That when it comes up, just like you said, you saw the zinnias, it got you excited. But well, it gets people really excited when they see something beautiful, and we know that flowers. That's it. We so, all love flowers.
2: It, you love them, but that also there's that pride thing that that's your community. And I think when you have a sense of pride in where you live or in, or in your own home, you tend to take better care of it. Absolutely. And so, you know, it kind of has that. It's just a little ecosystem in itself, or at least you hope that, Jan. And then it's just education, too, about being mindful and intentional about your little bit of trash really does add up. And so just take the extra steps and put it in the. And I think part of it, too, is for communities to have garbage cans available around their main streets and all for that for easy um depo- you know throwing it away but then also I know the covering up when you're driving Jan, you're shaking your oh. your head <laughs> absolutely <laughs> rebecca um, what oh. are the, what are sort of the basics of that if
4: someone's like oh that's me or maybe i could do better in that department yes, yes that's a a huge uh, unintentional littering mm-hmm. is a, is a big factor um, for what we see along our highways and byways, so you might have a person who would never intentionally throw litter. They don't realize that they've put in, put something in the back of their pickup truck that's lightweight. The wind catches it. Uh, it's a huge expense to our state. If we could spend the millions of dollars that we that are spent to try to keep our roadways clean, on um, beautification—that would be a, a wonderful kind of transfer, you know, in our budget. So, we talk about the fact: yes, litter's
2: ugly; nobody wants to see it. I get that part. But what are the other impacts? If like, if keep Mississippi beautiful, or M. Dot, and out there trying to keep our highways and byways or whatever clean?
4: What's the other unfortunate ramifications of of not cleaning it up? Safety's a Safety. big issue. So uh you know, along with we think of litter as being kind of lightweight, small, something big that drops off a, a trucks and that um, you know, can cause a very dangerous accident. So there are deaths each year. Um, you know because of things that are hit on the roadway. I guess I didn't think about that
2: mm-hmm. but you don't you don't connect that because sometimes you do you think of litter as sort of the small things and it's like ah oh, this doesn't matter but it has there's bigger impacts that can sort of come from it. From an environmental standpoint um, what does it do if it just sits there over time or doesn't get picked up? I mean you don't want your roadways to become a, a dump site. So how long I mean like those things just don't go away right if someone doesn't pick them up right Jim or Sarah?
3: Well a shout-out to our Department of Transportation because we do partner with um, Mississippi Department of Transportation, and they have um, anti-litter coordinators in every district. Um, and these girls work tirelessly um, working with the communities and trying to make sure that uh, if litter is in a place that the, that it does, that they get their crews out there and they work on it. But um, I'm going to go back a step further, back where you said that Jan said safety. Uh People don't realize when something as little as a tire blows out. I know we've all seen the the rubber, the big masses of rubber from trucks, eighteen wheelers, small cars, and you just take. just think if a car runs over it, what's it, what's going to happen? It's either going to, either they're going to have a wreck or either it's going to fly back and make the person behind them or beside them have a wreck so they're, they're deaths proven this is proven research that litter does cause a death and we've had many in Mississippi I, I would be willing to say probably every month there's a death caused from some type of litter uh, another thing that people don't think about when they to pause right okay. there and we're going to think about it coming okay. up next here on Good Things
2: And the good Things. We are streaming live over at Supertalk.fm. You can also stream us from the Supertalk Mississippi app and of course your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. We are continuing our conversation with Sarah and Jan. They're with Keep Mississippi Beautiful. They got their new campaign, Be Beautiful. And I want to give you a chance to sort of toot your community's horn. If you guys have done something to beautify your own downtown or spaces, let us know. 601-879-4395 is the C Spire text line. Don't text and drive. But I know the Xenia um, field, as well as some other sort of beautification. Throughout um, Mississippi is going on all over, and so you know, let's let's take pride in that. But you were talking about Sarah as we were going to the break about safety. So there's research behind the fact that lives are lost over litter.
3: Absolutely, Rebecca. Um, when things are uh, fall from the back of a truck, or even waste haulers uh, spill their load. Uh, those things are—they don't just automatically get pushed aside um, in a moment's notice. They're in the highway, so where the cars are going fast, some people can't see it, especially at night. Uh, they do not see it. Uh, one of the leading causes of death also is uh, from a blowout tires, or things that come off the back of trailers that people are traveling. People don't intentionally uh, want that to happen, but it does happen. And so, and then the other thing, people think nothing of. Throwing food out, they used to. I know the the cliche Johnny Appleseed. They used to think it was okay to throw those apples out, and and I was a product of that. I thought it was probably okay too. But what do you think that food does? It goes out, and what do you think the animals? When we see those animals that are dead on the side of the road, it's not because they decided to die right there, but it's because they smelled that food, and they well, that's come out. Terrible. And so because you do, you justify it. You think that it's a biodegradable, a bird will eat it, yes, whatever it may be. Absolutely. Oh, I said that before. But 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 it's not, and so it just all goes back that it's all litter, it's misplaced solid waste. So. So it's out there so we just we want to we want to have a beautiful we do have Mississippi is beautiful we all love it I wouldn't live here I was born here I live here my children are here my grandchildren are here we love it but we've got to all work together to keep it beautiful um, there are states that we all travel through that we look at and think oh my gosh it's beautiful we don't see litter uh, and they do either do it they do may have some but they do a really good job of uh, picking it up and keeping it put up but just like we were talking uh, if you're traveling and you need to make a, a rest stop to go to the bathroom and get a snack um, you'll pull off an, uh, at an intersection if everything looks beautiful and that location is pretty and clean feel safe and safe you'll stop there but if it doesn't what do you do? keep going you keep going to yeah. the yeah. next unless you really have to go and, and you <laughs> go to the next stop and Jan and I have done that several times because we travel our so so how bad you have to go but yeah yeah. yeah
2: yeah but and you know and um I think too a lot of it is just having this conversation and if you're just tuning into your community can get involved with keep Mississippi beautiful to have affiliates and you guys have all the resources and one I think that a lot of people get or are, are asking more questions about is recycling and this will become this is something that has to become a new habit I mean it's not something that all of us are grown up thinking about or doing but Jan I know you're passionate about the recycling so walk us through maybe what some communities look like or things we can do if we
4: don't have it Kind of where is Mississippi with recycling? So, um, an example of a community that has a robust recycling program is Ridgeland. Um, they've won many awards for their program. So these come about because the city has a um, has hired a contractor. Um, ours is waste management, um, and so having curbside recycling has been shown, of course, to increase the. Um, participation this has made it easy easy uh one thing that we cannot say enough is please do not be a wishful recycler so check your bin there should be um clear instructions about what in your community is recyclable in your recycle stream so um It's important not to contaminate your recycled stream with food wrappers, with um, half-empty soda cans and things like that. Just take a minute to make sure your stream is good because then it has value on the market. And so then the programs can persist. Which
2: can be a big deal. I mean, you think, again, it's just my trash. What does that matter? But if everybody took the time to separate just the... The, you know the big when I say big stuff maybe small stuff which would be what Jane what would be
4: like the if you wanted to start today to be mindful what makes the most impact okay so aluminum cans have have value on the market um, a, a lot of communities take cardboard they take mixed paper aluminum steel um, glass is more difficult so often you have to find a, a different provider for that. Um, There is one in Jackson, a private company that does glass. So um, don't put those plastic toys in. You know, those may be recyclable in some markets, but probably not in your curbside bin. We talked about... Cardboard, there's
2: a gentleman out of – and I'm going to lose his name – out of Vicksburg who bounced back after a terrible um, life situation and his career went to poop. He started um, dumpster diving for uh, cardboard and went to all these different businesses and um, collected their – he recycled – he figured out how to recycle itself man made a lot of money oh nice so i mean there is there's you know like it's it's a valuable thing i mean so i mean to be able to turn around and be able to use it for for something else um i'll i will think of his name during the break and give him a shout out but he's creating the teeny home cottage uh cottage concept there in vicksburg he's doing great things but uh that was part of how he bounced back was taking that opportunity to utilize a resource that was just being trashed that has value um a sort of value to it um for sure and upcycling how do you define up recycling jan or sarah either one
3: well let me i want to say that recycling is not easy in mississippi uh, we have very few communities across our state that do have um, recycling and also have curbside recycling uh, some of your larger communities but then we have some smaller communities uh, that are not able to they may not even have drop-off bins in their community where you could take your own recycling and then some and then the city or the county will pick up those bins and take them to a recycler but we have uh, affiliates to say oh I want to recycle but we don't we can't do it and that's where the up recycle comes because we have resale stores what better way to clean out your closet if you're cleaning out your homes um, of course we know we can take it to Goodwill which is wonderful and Salvation Army there are many organizations that will take uh, our under Use our unwanted items, but also when you have a resale store and you want to take it there, you know you're going to make you're going to make a little pocket change there. But you're also doing something with it, so you're up recycling. You so know. you're not just throwing it in the trash. You're not throwing it in the trash, and it's not going to our land. It's landfill. Just not going by the side of the road for our waste. That's what to pick we it up. don't want it to do. We want to keep as much out of the landfill for our environment as we can. So you're you know when you think that the.
2: Furniture doesn't have a life anymore for you. It doesn't mean that somebody else may absolutely. not to make absolutely a, to make something else sort of out of it. So it's another thing just to be mindful of or absolutely. intentional, and it goes a long way. And it, and it helps way. with
3: litter prevention as well.
2: Right, and I know Christmas trees was a big deal. It's always we kind of over that, but um, that there's other ways to sort of think about that. Okay, you got our minds
3: going, Sarah. If we want to get involved, like how do you get involved with Keep Mississippi Beautiful? Okay, well you can call our office. Uh, our office number is 601 601-853-4210 or eight five three four 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 one. That's Jan and my o- office number. You can go to our website, Keep Mississippi Beautiful, um, and then on our website website there. are um different um, there's different parts of it with information on becoming an affiliate then we can either send or email or bring the application to somebody if they're close by they can drop by our office our office in Madison uh, so we welcome visitors and we do love to have visitors especially people that are interested in keeping Mississippi clean and beautiful
2: and too like someone texted in and said Fulton County looks great which is right up there near like the Alabama and line. they're
3: a they are a new affiliate they're doing great. And it
2: can be something as large as, you know, curbside recycling, Jan, or it can be as small as sort of doing a flower field. But, you know, you meet them, you meet the city where they're at or the town where they're at. And it it doesn't have to be necessarily a city official to, no, to get it. Absolutely it could be not. a concerned
3: uh, member of the we've community. we volunteers that absolutely get it to get get together and decide they want to become a part of Keep Mississippi Beautiful slash Keep America Beautiful. And if that sounds like too much
2: work for you, just be the one to be the mindful thrower-outer and upcycler or recycler in your own sort of home. And I think we can all go... Uh, do our part to sort of keep the roadways too. Someone also said getting behind the different large trucks. I think, how many times you big trucks and sort of leaving their own garbage. But you know we can take care of ours though, right? Yes, and we can uh, be responsible. Be responsible. And coming up this spring, I think everybody should plant seniors. <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> if you haven't already planted your tulips, I think now is probably the time. Yeah, it is is to do that. And daffodils and daffodils and make your own little space pretty. Well, I appreciate you ladies and all the hard work you're doing. You'll have to come back and tell us your next campaign. We will. Thank you. And I wanna to know too who who gets the big event this year. Okay, so, we oh, will. Great. Yeah, we'll That'll have be to, a good
3: time to come back. That'll be a great time Announce to come back. It.
2: Absolutely. All right, you guys stick with us. We got more for you coming up next. to good things. Don't forget you can watch us. We are on computer, your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. And if you are listening, it's Daniel Jennings of the Teeny Cottage Concept LLC. He's out of Vicksburg. Phenomenal story. I hope to maybe bring it to you here one day. Um, but, yeah, he got down on his luck, but he pulled up his bootstraps and started doing what he did best. And he's the one who upcycled so much cardboard into the business he has today. So to give him his his shout out, you have a shout out to give though, Rhino. You got a little happy in the mail. Did yeah, it just happen? A,
1: it just happened. Scary Gary delivered the mail that came for me today, and uh, in it there was this box covered in trying not to give away their address on the screen here.
2: <laughs> Please don't do that.
1: Covered in well, there's a the good side. Some some yeah. fun cat tape sticker stuff, and when I unpacked it. It was a glass tumbler. If you're watching on supertalk.fm FM or supertalk.tv TV or CSpire TV, it's a glass tumbler. It's frosted. It's handmade, and it's got the One Piece logo,
2: which is one of your favorite shows. Oh yeah!
1: On one side, on the other side, it's got three captains and a first mate. You got Trafalgar Law and Luffy and Zoro and Kid. I'm. It's my new favorite thing. So uh, yeah, I put a couple pictures of it on Instagram and my Facebook. If you want to see it, and you're not watching. And, uh, yeah, definitely check them out. They got an Etsy shop with other anime inspired gifts and doodads
2: that's pretty cool it's always you know, it's the little things when you know that so you're you, Chris. seen and heard it makes you it makes you feel like okay like uh you know you appreciate that so that's i think that's um that's pretty neat i know you've also been appreciating over on your instagram one of your christmas presents it came from your dad i think was it air fryer oh yeah
1: dad got me an air fryer finally
2: brought you into the 21st century of <laughs> kitchen cooking i've been telling you for i don't know how long that you needed one is it everything i always said it would be and more
1: Especially considering I love extra crispy fries, mm-hmm. it does that very well. What's
2: the first thing you made in it? Fries. And like when you got it, was it one of those like, oh, this worked? This is a this is a wizard
1: machine. Oh, I already knew it was going to be amazing because it it you have presets. Like I could just hit the fry button, but I wanted to take a little bit more control the first time through. So I I punched oh, in the have temperature. Oh, you a fancy one. Oh yeah, it's got fry and baking and eggs and all kind of funny presets but i just punched in the the temperature and the time poured the fries off in there stuck it in and it's got a beep thing that tells you when to come shake it if whatever you're cooking needs to be shaken and it got to the shake section i pull it out and give it a shake and i could hear the the crispy fries clinking on the inside of the metal i'm like okay this is crispy this is how i like it
2: and so we all know what french fries are i feel like everybody does not everybody may know whatever it is that you just cooked here recently, but you are Yesterday. a world tra- world traveler in your kitchen. So what did you throw off in the air fryer that we probably never heard of before? It's called takoyaki. Yeah, I'm not saying it's, that. It's
1: uh, street foods popular in Japan. You can, If you have a, an Asian grocer, you can probably find some in the frozen section at your Asian grocer. And it's like a hush puppy, but from Japan. And instead of just being fried dough, it's got a little chunk of octopus in it.
2: Wasn't expecting that.
1: Oh, yeah. So it adds a little bit of chewiness to it. So instead of it just being a dough ball, it's got a little bit of protein, a little bit of chew to it, a little bit of mouthfeel, I think is what the fancy people call it. And you're supposed to top it with takoyaki sauce, which is what I had. So I put some takoyaki sauce on it and the Kewpie mayonnaise and some Bonita flakes and nori. and it was Are delicious. you from
2: America? Oh, yeah. I'm just picking. So, But you air fried that. So one, I, I've used mine for everything, and I highly recommend it. At this point, it's it's been out on the market for so long, you can get a very inexpensive one, and they're going to be just as well as some of the fancier ones. But one thing I've never tried in it, and I heard on middays, I guess I heard it last year. Isn't that funny? <laughs> um, when the barbecue guy was on, he was talking about he does salmon in his air fryer. Oh,
1: yeah. Malcolm Reed from com.
2: And I have not thought of that yet that is on my to-do list in in my air fryer and so i will say um vegetables if you want a different texture for vegetables if you're trying to eat more of those this year try air frying them i know it sounds weird but even like air fried broccoli air fried cauliflower like it there's something about the crisp to it that sort of adds that extra crunch that it's just different even eggplant and a green beans asparagus all the things you think i wouldn't i wouldn't. I wouldn't fry those. Why would I air fry them? It's just the way that it it cooks them. It's It takes it from, you, sometimes when you roast them, they can have a little bit of mush to them that you weren't expecting from the moisture. It just takes that out of it. And so um, I've played around with it. And tenderloins, pork tenderloins. Are, you can't get like the really big honking big ones, <laughs> right? That's how it got to fit your air fryer. So like the one for one, whatever, one of the best things. I was so excited for you when I saw that you got an air fryer. I was like, yes. Oh,
1: yeah, I had to experiment because I I do love my fries. So I had crinkle cut, I had (laughs) waffle cut, I had regular, I had steak fries. I had them all waiting in the freezer. So I whipped them Someone said, oh,
2: my God, makes the best corn dogs. Yes. Yes.
1: Might make a bit of a mess, but I could see it.
2: Well, I mean, like you're air frying it. Oh, right. I feel like this conversation will be continued. All right, stick with us. You got more coming up next. You got Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things.